Good afternoon all and welcome back to ProTalk, your one-stop shop for everything ProVantage. It has been more than a year since that last ProTalk, so I am very excited to have this reboot of what we hope is your favorite podcast. And in doing so, we hope that every member of the ProVantage family, from the Walmart in Elko, Nevada, to the BJ's in Seabrook, New Hampshire, will remain informed and engaged with our corporate office. This is a great opportunity to learn a little bit more about ProVantage and really be part of that Rosewood family. If you don't already know, I'm Scott Medeiros. I'm the Executive Vice President of ProVantage, and I'll be reprising my role as the host of this ProTalk series. Once a month, I'll be joined by one of our colleagues to bring ProVantage news directly to your ears. This week, we have a very special guest, but before we get started, I'd like to tell you about our Word of the Month incentive. At a random point in each episode, our guests will pick a word, any word, to be the Word of the Month. Before the next ProTalk release, there will be a survey in the Pro Daily where you can submit the Word of the Month. But be quick, because the first three listeners to submit the Word of the Month will win a ProVantage swag item. On the very same survey, you'll also be able to submit shout-outs and questions, and so for in future episodes, we'll have segments to share your shout-outs and answer these questions that you submit via that survey. So be listening for the Word of the Month. Be sure you go out and check the Pro Daily for the survey before the next release of our Pro Talk and win a little bit of swag and at the same time really participate and be part of the Pro Talk series by submitting your questions and giving your shout outs. So thanks again. Okay, now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's introduce this week's guest. The one and the only, the El Presidente, <laughs> Mr. Matt Epps, our group president of the Rosewood Family of Companies. Matt, welcome to the first episode of Pro Talk. We're honored to have you here. As we get started to talk a little bit and inform our employees about what's been happening here not in the not-so-distant past, um, let, let's talk today about resilience. And, you know, that was a topic of a Tuesday morning meeting just recently. And we can't talk about resilience unless we talk a little bit about COVID-19. Now, the good news is that the we're emerging from that pandemic right now. Kind of the worst of it is over. But you know, can you tell us a little bit how COVID-19 impacted ProVantage and in particular, what setbacks did we face? Yeah, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Glad to, glad to be here on the Pro Talk. And, and yeah, you're correct. Resiliency was, is, is, a, is the word of the week right now. It was part of our Tuesday morning meeting. And um, it, it, it fits right now with, with how we are and how we kind of feel as a society coming out of covid um, I think that we realized that resiliency was something that we all had within us and that we built a lot more of it over the last year, which has been really nice to see, not only with Rosewood and, and, and the individual companies, but within our society as well. Um, the, the impact of COVID at times was pretty severe. Um, I think that internally we saw some major changes in how we just function as a company. Um, we value our cultures and, and we value our culture and values tremendously. We value the social interactions and the relationships that we build amongst our teams. Um, even though 99% of our workforce is remote, there's still a strong bond within the corporate offices and we've kind of been that rock to where you know our field teams knew that there's a scheduling team and there's an HR team and they're all there. And then through COVID, we all went out into the field. We were all field employees at that point yeah, in time. Absolutely. And so it was a big change. Um, processes were stretched. Communication channels were stretched. 
Um, we had to evolve into now becoming experts in Zoom and, and Microsoft Teams. And I think that, again, the impact on ProVantage beyond just the furlough period and the loss of work, the impact was one that showed our ability to, to evolve and showed our resiliency as a company to, to really not break stride and to realize that, you know, as we talk about a lot, let's control what we can control. We cannot control that a pandemic is happening. Um, but what we can control is, is, again, what do we do with this downtime? Our retailers went down. Um, the work stopped. Um, so all the teams essentially started circling the wagons and looking inward. And so it was really nice to see that, that processes were improved. How do we come out of this? Let's, let's keep that hope and optimism up because it's coming. Uh, the day's coming where we're going to come out of this. I don't, you know, we had some dark days, but the, the general demeanor of everybody at the executive team and employees alike were that the, the light is, is at the end of the tunnel. Um, it, it's going to get better at some point. We don't know when. But uh, its impact, again, made us a stronger, more resilient company at the end of this. Uh, it made us um, not emotionally react to things as much as we did maybe prior. It made us uh, depend on processes and work internally to see the strengths of, of the team and not necessarily the individual. Um, and then again, it, um, it, it allowed us to, to ensure that when the work did come back, we were ready for it. And I think that we've shown that with uh, how we've launched into 2021. Yeah, outstanding. I, I agree because we look back and I think back on the, the whole COVID pandemic, especially coming out of it. We had such dramatic growth and so much work going on at the time. And our employees, I mean, hats off to them. They were going into the stores, working when anyone else didn't, didn't want to go into a store. They were all hunkered down in their homes or their apartments. And here's our employees traveling the country yeah. and going in and supporting uh, those, those essential businesses that we're so honored to, to serve every single time. So resilience was definitely a great word. And it was definitely demonstrated, I think, by every single one of our employees. By having the courage to go in shift on shift and just continue to deliver good ProVantage services. And some of our newer employees may not know this, but you know, over, over the last decade plus of ProVantage, we have always uh, been, at the, been at the beck and call when a disaster struck. Um, a pandemic is something nobody has experienced in our lifetime. However, hurricanes, natural disasters, flooding, um, retailers have called us in the past and our employees have, have rose to the challenge. They have said, yep, we'll go into that. We know that hotels are going to be tough and power may be out and resources may be limited, but that Walmart or that Lowe's or that retailer needs us to stock shelves for that community, and they've done it. And so I think that that, that, that same mindset came with a pandemic, even though it was very, you know, it was a lot longer than a hurricane relief. Uh, our employees still understood the importance of the impact they had in the communities they served, and when they were called back into action, they came. Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely overcome quite a few setbacks. And as you mentioned, I think it's really made us strong and really positioned us to move forward. Uh, kind of go a little bit off script here. Tell us a little bit about how our clients feel coming out of the, the COVID-19. 
right? Because you talk to them a lot. You're always doing business development, always out there trying to ensure that we have great revenue so we can provide opportunities to our employees. But what's some of the feedback you're hearing from the clients? Are they worried or is it back to normal? Can we expect things to get back to where they were pre-COVID? Or is it still a bit of a rocky road in the next uh, next quarter, for example? Yeah, great questions. Um, you know, just, just like our own company, I think when if you're talking to to sales versus operations, we might get a little different response on how they are, how they're doing, or their confidence level. But uh, overall, retail is very confident. Retail understands that um, you know that they're needed. That 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 online is still online, but the brick and mortar stores are still the bread and butter of how this company functions. Um, with the supply chain uh, losses during. Uh, during COVID, the labor losses during COVID, COVID, it it, it was it was really difficult for some of the you know the the the, the logistics were right. uh, were, yes. were were really locked down. Uh, the stores weren't able to to basically deal with online order influx, and so guess what? Everybody went into the store, and so they realized that you know again, brick and mortar is not dead. Uh, we are, you know, we're we're high gas prices away from brick and mortars becoming a lot more important. But I still don't see a death in brick and mortar stores. So they're excited about it. They're, they 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 reacted very well. Uh, we we were very blessed to have a lot of retailers that were part of the um, the uh, you know the the required retailers to stay in business. Yeah, right? Essential business. Lowe's essential business. Right. Yeah. The Lowe's. The you know the WalMarts. The Targets. The, those folks in the world had to function, and so we were very grateful that they allowed us to come back when they came back to allow them to function. Um, there there's a lot of optimism out there as far as the the dependency of retail. Um, they took advantage of a lot of the uh, the rent. Uh, discounts that were offered yes. during COVID. Yes. Um, I think you're going to see an uptick in new stores, um, basically off relocations of old stores that might have been poor performers. Um, we're, we're, we're starting to hear and see some of that. Um, they also made a lot of money. Um, yes, retail has a lot of profit right now that's in their coffers, and so they have to do something with it. And I think that what you're going to see is capital expenditures into programs like remodels and refreshes and resets and really continuing to adapt how that how they run their business. Uh, Walmart being a prime example where their remodels are very very sniper. They're very precise and the remodels are creating queuing lines for self, larger self-checkouts and the remodels are creating a, a online grocery pickup section of the stores that they need us to execute on their strategic plan. So a lot of optimism out there that they have. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned the clients really benefiting from the, the whole COVID pandemic. And I think it's one thing that our, our employees don't realize is they can take a lot of satisfaction in the fact that those retailers had such banner years because they could not have had that banner year if it weren't for the services that we we're providing to them. So when you see those great profits from a Lowe's or from a Walmart or from a Target, et cetera, guess what? ProVantage had a part in that. I think every employee should have a little sense of pride yeah. when, when they see some of those articles. Yeah, so. absolutely. So you, you mentioned a little bit about the clients and the fact they got to spend money. I know we're deep into, into the second quarter of the financial year right now, but, but how did we as ProVantage fare in Q1? And, and what achievements are, are you most proud of during both coming out of 2020 and really starting that first quarter of 2021? Yeah, yeah, good question. So Q1, Q2, uh, compare, you know, 2019 was a banner year. 
for ProVantage. It was a record-breaking year for ProVantage. Um, as we talked about earlier this morning, 2020, the first quarter of 2020 was another record-breaking quarter. We were yes. out, out of the gate strong. And then COVID put the brakes on the year, essentially, and hit, and hit us pretty hard for about a four-month period there. But uh, 2021 ProVantage has fared really well with sustaining the growth that, that is available in the market. And, exactly, and, and, yes. Let me clarify a little bit of what I mean by that. They're, the the retailers are still a little tentative. The, there's a lot of planning going on. They, 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 they know they want to do some things, but they don't necessarily know how their stores are truly going to look post-COVID. So they made some adjustments there. Um, the, the total volume of workload for them have been has been down in Q1 and Q2. Um, so we've been impacted by total projects and total headcount at work during Q1 and Q2. But typically when we look back over the history of ProVantage, Q1 and Q2 are some of our slower periods anyway, uh, especially the earlier part of Q2. So I think that, again, we, we could always do for more work and we could always look to expand. I was excited to see this our, at our diversification of, of clients. The one yes. bright spot yes. in Q1 and Q2 were the number of clients, different clients that we had work in and not so dependent on our friends at Walmart or so dependent on our friends at Lowe's. And so that was really nice to see um, in Q1 and, and Q2. So that's, and, I, and, I, and the, the biggest achievement that I'm proud of is the, the, the operations team was challenged with building upon our rapport and building on our goodwill. It wasn't building back, because we've always had goodwill, a strong brand. But we really needed to exemplify that in 2021. We needed to spend time um, connecting with our clients, um, building those relationships, because that was lost in 2020. Uh, none of us had personal interactions with them. That's right. We didn't have those examples where we could talk about families and friends and dogs and cats and all these things with them. And so now in 2021, as those small um, instances started to present themselves, we had to take control of that. And so the operations teams, the field teams, um, they've really done a good job of that. Um, we have been the best at that in many years as far as knowing who our clients are, interacting with them, building relationships and getting back to knowing who they are that really got lost in 2020. That's a big achievement for us. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I don't think a lot of our field employees realize just how important their interactions with the clients are shift on shift. When you're working with that project manager, working with that coach, working with that RPL in a Walmart, in a Target, in a Lowe's, uh, that SBC, that every interaction that you have with the client is a chance to put that foot forward and show what a great partner ProVantage really is. Yep. And that we, we can't take that for granted. Even though you might think that this is just a Walmart employee who I'm interacting with, or a Walmart associate, or a Target associate, or someone from Floor Decor, or from Harbor Freight, every person has the ability to impact how the client sees us as ProVantage. So it's important that our, client, that our employees realize that and always put that best foot forward. Absolutely. So sorry for the interruption, folks, but let's select this episode's word of the month. Mr. Epps, please pick one word, any word, that will serve as this month's word of the month. This month's word of the month is peppermint. Peppermint. Interesting. My favorite uh, and snack. I knew there'd be something around that favorite <laughs> snack. Okay, there you have it. Peppermint is the word of the month. So be sure to check the Pro Daily. 
before we launch the next episode of Pro Talk. Uh, enter that particular uh, word into the survey, and you too could win a chance, or could have a chance, to win a, some ProVantage gear. So Matt, have a peppermint, and uh, thanks again for joining us. Well, uh, you know, the rah-rah is, is that we're, we're blessed, and we are grateful. Um, to be here right now. Um, as we mentioned earlier, um, there were times in pre-COVID where we did not know a vaccine was coming. We did yes. not know what this world was going to look like um, a week from now, a month from now in some of the darkest times. And so I think that, you know, now is a really good time before the, you know, the dog days of summer hit to, to realize that, man, we're, we're, we're really blessed as a, as a society to, to live in a country that's kind of come out of this has been a banner um, has been a banner example for the world of how to make sure we reopen an economy safely. It might not have been as fast as some folks have, but overall I think we've done a good job as a country to reopen. Um, and the encouragement is, is that the retailers have set up the year to have a banner second half of the year. Yeah. Um, our June, July, August, and September are, are, are really going to be busy. Um, individuals that are working with us now that are waiting for that opportunity to grow, they're waiting for that opportunity to be that new assistant lead or join the NLC program or have a shot to be a lead, those shots are coming. And so, you know, the resiliency, the, the, the patience, the growth that we've been talking about is here. And so shots are going to be, to be had and people are going to be asked to step up and you know, everybody talks about wanting that chance. Everybody says, I, I, I'm waiting on that opportunity or I want to do this. And sometimes the effort doesn't always match that. So um, those opportunities are here and they're coming. And so we are excited to have employees that are in the NLC program, excited to have employees that are out there living our values and our culture and that are priming us to have a great summer and a great fall uh, because it's going to be one of the busiest we've had you know, ever. Quite it's, time. it's quite yes. some time. Yeah. Absolutely. All that pent up money that uh, <laughs> yeah, clients have to spend. A lot of profit for the yes, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Matt, first of all, I want to thank you for joining us here on, on Pro Talk. This is the first one we've had in a long period of time. Starting it out with the El Presidente is always a great <laughs> way to kick it off. I wish many more of our employees could, could interact with you more on a day to day basis. You bring such energy to the company, your Tuesday morning meetings, you're, you're well known mm -hmm. for your your ability to kind of motivate the office employees and those field employees that you join, join that. So I do encourage all of them field employees that if you are available during that, that 10 a.m. slot on a Tuesday morning, jump on the Tuesday morning meeting if, if available and, and definitely take uh, part in our leadership live things that go on every single month. It's just great stuff. But great having you, Matt, and uh, I hope you'll come visit us again on ProTalk. Yeah, absolutely, Scott. I'm really glad to be here, like, you know, celebrating my 12th year uh, this March. And so look forward to, to getting you back in the field. <laughs> I look forward to getting back into the field and, and, and seeing some old and some new faces that I haven't seen in a long time. But again, thanks for the kind words and, and uh, really excited about what's coming. Fantastic, Matt. Thanks again. Thank you. you. came out stronger as an organization and as a company because of it. But before we wrap up the show, I want to remind uh, everyone to check the Pro Daily so that you can ask any questions or submit any questions. Send us your shout outs and, of course, submit Matt's Word of the Month. Be sure you do that so you can win some swag and really, again, participate in the Pro Talk experience. Okay, folks, that's all I have for this episode of ProTalk. Please tune in next month as we will continue our conversation about resilience and all good, good things ProVantage with Mr. Houston Holly, our Director of Field Operations. So join us next month.
Have a great day.